This article is called Louisiana Man Arrested Says Lady Used Witchcraft to Trick Him Into. Okay, this is going to play along at home. What do you guys think that this Louisiana man got witched, witched into? Dave? Uh, I'm going to go with sex. Okay, I'm going to go Max. with uh, drunk driving. I like oh, that Oh, both really good answers, but the actual answer is hitting the elderly. So... <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's, that's comedy. Hello everyone and welcome to Absurdist News, I'm Marks. I'm Max. I'm Dave. Okay, so I said it last week, uh, we're in, now in year three of Absurdist News. It is. I can't wait to hear what crazy characters you guys have brought to the table clearly you this has been on the top of your mind you haven't been able to sleep just thinking about all of the wacky things so I, i'm ready for it dave what you got well my name is dr vorkensheen and i here to bring four articles Damn, I'm really excited for Dr. Vorkenshin. I think he, he's got a two-year deal signed right here and right now, just based on that one line alone. Yeah! <laughs> and today, Wait, it's do I called... do I get to do my character? Oh, I'm sorry! <laughs> okay, and, and Max, you know, Dave's really, really set, a, set the bar really damn high. I'm not going to lie to you. It's a lot higher than what I brought to the table. So, uh, Max, what you got for us? Uh, okay, I'm I'm Marks. Hello, I'm Marks. I don't know why I said it twice. Haha, <laughs> I say things <laughs> twice sometimes. But uh, welcome to Absurdist News. Here's a uh, 20, 20 seconds straight of me talking and no one else saying anything or laughing. But I'm Marks, so hello everyone. Are you classically trained? <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been working on that for a while, <laughs> thanks. That's very good. Very good, very good. Well, um... <laughs> Nurses University, specifically with a course on classically trained marks. I don't even know what that would look like, but I want it. Can I be honest? I forgot I'm my doctor's name. <laughs> he is a professional. And I forgot the doctor's name I gave. It, it started with a G. Gorkenstein, I thought. Gorkenstein, or whatever, you know. Bring back Gorkenstein. I do Whenever, think, I do every think time. Gorkenstein's a better long-term pick than this marks character. I, for whatever reason, every time I come up with a doctor, uh, a character doctor, I always forget his name, and it always ends in Steen for whatever reason. It's very strange. <laughs> They're all part of the same either. family. Well, uh, Dr. Gorkenstein, uh, you're going to be hosting today, so what's what do we got on the table here? Well, I'll let Dave do the article, oh, but okay. today is a grab bag. Oh, the grab bag returns. All right. I can't wait to see it. I'm going to go now because this bit's okay. getting a little old. Okay. So. All right. Bye, Dr. Gorgonstein. Can, can, can we see you next week? Maybe. Okay. All right. Well, anyways, you can, you can let Dave in now. Thank you for the, really bringing the energy for this podcast and setting the bar right, really that, high. That, that, that Italian is weird. Uh, so anyways, he, had a, he had the craziest face. Like, I, I don't want to say anything, but I was like, damn, that's not supposed to be there. Someone remind me, me to uh, no, get away. Someone <laughs> remind me to bring back Dr. Gorkenstein for Halloween next year. <laughs> okay. Let's see if we can do that. I'll put but, it on my um, calendar. Okay. But as the doctor said, it's a grab bag. So basically, it's two animals articles and two police articles. So we just merged them together for grab bag number two. I'm not going to waste no time. Article number one. Police catch part motorists playing Pokemon Go on eight 
different phones. Texting while driving is an obvious no-no. Playing Pokemon Go when pulled off just the side of the road isn't a great idea either, especially when one's attention is occupied by eight different phones at once. Sergeant Kyle Smith of the Washington State Patrol spotted the unidentified Pokemon Go player doing just that in a parked car on the shoulder of a road near the Seattle-Tacoma International Airport. No citation was issued since Smith did not see the man driving while occupied with the game. But because parking on the road shoulder is only acceptable in emergencies, the officer asked the male driver to put the phones in the back of the seat and get on with his trip. End of the article. How do you play eight Pokemon Go's at the exact same time? <laughs> the, uh, the real question is, why do you have eight phones? Like, are these your friend's phones? Are they your phones? And if they're your phones, imagine the phone bill on this guy. Are you well, like Dave, a professional I... Pokemon goer? <laughs> Yo, there... I MLG Go. <laughs> There is a YouTuber. <laughs> there is a YouTuber that my sister watched when she was playing Pokemon Go. That was like, I guess, I don't know if professional is the right word, but basically he broke the news of every Pokemon Go, how to get this Pokemon, what do you do with this, uh, this incense, etc., etc. Um, I forgot his name, but I know he had a relation to the actor Rufio from the Hook movie. But other than that, that's all I know about him. I know, it's a very weird, it's a weird <laughs> Easter egg, I know. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I would. I don't know what I was expecting out of that story, but I definitely wasn't expecting that turn at the end It there. was the most random Easter egg in absurdist news history, starting year three strong. <laughs> do you think Pokemon Go is kind of uninclusive? What do you mean? Hmm? Well, if you think about it, okay, if you're, if you're Hook, because now that we've, now we're going to go down here, you got a hook okay. for a hand, right? You're like, all right, I'm a pirate. Sure. Or actually, maybe, maybe you're just an, let's not stereotype you. You're just a desk guy with a hook. You're like, hi, I'm Joe. I've got a hook. But if you try to play Pokemon Go, Pokemon Joe is going to have the worst time ever because he's just going to consistently scratch the top of his phone. Like, it's not really good for people without hands. <laughs> well, that's why you use a screen protector. That's number one. And number two, you find a way to use your hook to stabilize the phone and Marks. use your non-hook hand to catch the Pokemon. I don't think phones in general are good for people without hands. <laughs> also true. <laughs> you know, that's fair. And you can definitely oh. play Pokemon Go with one hand. Also true. You know, that's also true. I didn't think about that. Maybe this guy's like an octopus. Okay, oh, hold he's, on. He's Octodad. <laughs> All right. So Octodad sitting in his car and wait, but no, that still doesn't make any sense because how's he operating the wheel or the gas or anything? Because all eight of his tentacles would be on Pokemon Go. Well, keep in mind, the article said he was parked. The article said that the car was parked on the side of the road. That's interesting. But like the hook problem comes up again, like very common problem with Pokemon Go players. How do you hold the phones while you're doing the Pokeball thing? You use your thumb. That makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Have you ever played Pokemon Go, Marks? Come on. I did back in the day, but I literally, when you said that, I picked up my phone. Have you never used a phone? (laughs) (laughs) Marks uses the old brick phone that you see in the late 80s. 
Listen, they're reliable is all I'm saying, and they never break down. Like you don't That's have to worry true. about the screen like getting cracked if you just drop it or anything. But imagine and if, if you're a cop and like you walk up to this, you're, you've got some asshole parked on the shoulder, you gotta get him going, and then you see like a Japanese hentai film inside, and you're like, "Hello," and it's just Octodad <laughs> playing eight Pokemon Go's. <laughs> okay, wait a second. So many questions. <laughs> So many questions. Like, where the hell did he get the hentai thing? Is tentacles not a thing anymore? <laughs> Am oh, I outdated? I see a connection here. <laughs> All right, I, I understand where you're coming from now. I'll go with, I'll go with Cthulhu next time. All right, okay. very good. I'm glad you're able to clear that up. Let's go to article number two. Let's do it. <laughs> 11-year-old girl hospitalized after receiving Aww. allergic reaction by kissing a frog. <laughs> Disney okay. movies <laughs> Disney movies have gone too far. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on, time out. I went from the awe to the laugh pretty quick. Dan, you went from oh poor girl, and then allergic reaction kissing frog. <laughs> What's wrong with you? It's funny. <laughs> I judged the book by its cover, Dave. I wasn't ready for yeah, the whole thing. You did. You really did. This tragedy became a, a comedy for you. An Alabama 11-year-old girl who had kissed well, a frog. Of course it's in Alabama. <laughs> has kissed a girl, has been no, hospitalized. No, that's a cousin, Mark. It's not a frog. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Can I read my article? Sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, she kissed a frog and was hospitalized at Montgomery's Baptist Medical Center. The young girl was with her family and friends at a local park when she came across a frog. The 11-year-old child was allegedly dared by her friends to catch the frog and kissed the frog on the head as if it was Prince Charming. However, the fairy tale almost proved to be a disaster when her hands and lips were swelling in minutes. Once she was in the hospital, she was treated and stayed overnight as a precaution. The family was not aware that her daughter was allergic to frogs, has she, since she never had any prior histories to allergies. Unfortunately, allergies can start at any moment in a person's life, says Dr. Rose Patterson, a resident physician at Baptist. Thankfully, this allergic reaction was not severe, and she was able to be treated quickly. She, she's even more fortunate that she did not develop any rashes or illnesses by kissing the frog. Dr. Patterson also gave a helpful warning to anyone who may want to try and kiss a frog, quote, Many frogs can contain salmonella and various diseases throughout their lives, so if you see one, please let it be. That's the end of the article. I mean, in her parents' defense, I don't know if I'm allergic to frogs, if I'm being honest with you. I don't know either, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, I've got no idea. Uh, but... I normally, if I see a frog, I just be like, I see you, frog. I'm going to let you be. And and usually it works out. The frog just sits there. Just let well, it say he just sits there. He Dude, just, frogs, just waits around. Frogs are really cute. Yeah, okay, I, I right. can see it. I can see it. I can <laughs> yeah. see it. There's no disagreement here. Yeah, yeah. I can agree with that. They're cool. like little, just tiny, just ribbit. All in favor, motion passed. Are you guys allergic to anything? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just found out I'm allergic to fish and shellfish. So really? Are you, actually? you just found out. I just found out I'm allergic to fish and shellfish. I went to my this. This is why it's so timely. I went to my allergy doctor a couple of days ago, and I found out I was allergic to. I'm allergic to many things: cats, dogs, feathers, and roaches. Don't you have a dog? I have. It's a hypoallergenic dog, so I'm okay, oh, okay. with so far. You're allergic and to roaches. Roaches. People can be. A ro I. I was shocked as you are. Roaches can be a thing. I get. I, um, I already hate roaches. Like shit. But you're you allergic to them too. You could be. <laughs> and for food, I'm allergic to pork, rice, corn, 
Uh, fish and shellfish. And as a Hispanic man, telling a Hispanic man that he's allergic to pork and rice, you might as well just kill me now. I was about to say, yeah, how are you alive? I don't know. <laughs> I told no. you as a kid. Thank God I still have my beans. But other than that, I'm in trouble. <laughs> thank God you... for your health, but not thank God for, I guess, your family. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. Yeah. And you live, like, near Miami, right? I'm in Miami. You're in Miami. Okay, near or in. <laughs> but isn't, like, the fish industry pretty big there? Uh, to be honest with you, it's more... Uh, to be honest with you, I don't know. Because the, re- the, see- the reason I say that mm-hmm. is because I have no interest in fish. Like, uh, I don't hate it, well, but I don't like it. Good for either. you, because it'll kill you, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it may kill me. It may kill me. But the weird thing is, I've been eating rice my whole life, and nothing has happened to me. So, I don't Dude, know. Imagine don't how know good the... you'll feel now that you don't eat rice anymore. <laughs> I'll feel amazing. Dave's but just I like, don't... I'm young again. <laughs> but I don't, <laughs> I don't know how the allergy thing works with food. So, if it's. It's rice, but I, I eat it, I'm fine. I'm not sure. It's different types of rice. I don't know. I'm supposed to get, like, an official paper in the mail in the coming weeks. So, huh. Are you sure this is like, a real doctor? <laughs> this is a real doctor, yes. Are you sure it's not like Dr. Gorkenstein? Because, like, I, I love the guy, but I don't know whether or not he's a really reliable medical professional, you know? Like, are you meeting this guy in the back alley, and he's like, oh, <laughs> yes. Ironically, no, Maybe but it is. some pricks. <laughs> No, but it is next to an OBGYN office, so I'm a little concerned about that. <laughs> I think that should be kind of normal. <laughs> Honestly, like when you were listing off those all those things, I was just like, that almost sounds like an absurdist news episode in itself, like the plagues of Dave. <laughs> I have a lot of plagues, so. But yeah, if you if you want to see what you're allergic to, go see an allergist. If not, then you know what? You may be happier because you may still be able to eat some things. All right, Dave. Well, now that we know all of your weaknesses, bring us on to article number three while we plot your murder. <laughs> I mean, uh, never mind. Well, Oompa uh, still after you, by the way. Well, speaking <laughs> of from um, last week. <laughs> well, speaking of feathers, another thing I'm allergic to. Article number three. Police use taser to capture escaped emu in British Columbia. <laughs> the war Police in continues. British Columbia. <laughs> it's come to Canada, man. Like, oh shit, I might get drafted soon. <laughs> I'm not Police ready. Police in British Columbia said they used a taser to subdue an escaped emu running wild in the middle of a busy road. North Cowichan Duncan, RCMP, said the five foot tall flightless bird escaped from a farm near Chimanis just prior to 10 a.m. Tuesday and fled to the middle of Chimanis Road, causing major traffic disruptions. Animal control officers were summoned to the scene, and authorities determined the bird was acting too aggressively to approach, leading them to use the stun gun on the emu. The emu was taken to the property of Jim Dyke, a neighbor of the animal's owner, who is out of town until next week. Dyke said the emu, named Parker, appeared to be uninjured after the incident. He said the emu has gotten loose before, but had never been shot with a taser before Tuesday. End of the article. I'd be a little concerned if the emu had been shot with a taser before what happened on Tuesday. (laughs) Yeah, but... but, How many times does the emu have to escape before finally the taser arrives? It, this was bound to happen. I mean, also, too, I don't think this guy <laughs> it was is a guarantee. necessarily... <laughs> it was a guarantee. It's like, listen, Parker, this is twice. 
after the t- the second time, tasers come out. <laughs> I'm warning you, Parker. And he shoves him back in the cage. Stay away. Otherwise, the zappy zappy going to happen as he just goes. Bzz, 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 on his yeah, taser. And, and the zappy zappies happen. And poor Parker just got tased. <laughs> oh, but like. This guy is not fit to own an emu, is he? If he keep on, if he continuously lets this emu escape. Well, th- this is, well, according to the article, the neighbor, the the owner's neighbor picked them up. So I don't know where the owner is. I'm not sure if he's getting another emu, maybe an emu lady for Parker. Uh, we don't. But yes, if this happens like multiple times, you're not fitted to own a giant bird that could probably disembowel you. Can emus disembowel you? I'm sure I you could kinda, give it enough time. I mean, maybe I'm classing, maybe because I'm very, maybe I'm generalizing it to the cassowary and they're part of that big bird family. But I would think so, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, but, does that mean Big Bird can disempower me? Hell dude, yeah. Dude, have you seen Big Bird? Big bird? He's going to kill tall. you 18 different ways. <laughs> <laughs> he's Big Bird. He's the, he's the godfather of birds, man. Okay. <laughs> I just imagine the meeting of danger, of big birds. They just like all assemble in this assembly hall, and then it's just like, and then like the lights turn off, and then the stage light turns on, and then Big Bird walks out. All right, motherfuckers, let's talk some business. <laughs> the letter of the day is D for death, R for racketeering. <laughs> big Bird don't play. <laughs> If Big Bird was a mafia boss, it would be most of the funniest thing, but scariest thing at the same time. Of course. Who's you know going to taste his Big Bird? <laughs> no one. No one's going to taste Big Bird. No, nah, you know, it. in Sesame Street. <laughs> Big Bird tases you. <laughs> there's always a mafia war in, in Sesame Street. No one talks about it. It's Big Bird and the Count. All right? Dude, if, you, just, just, if you think Grover's not a fucking drug dealer, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> No, that's Oscar the Grouch. Both. <laughs> Oscar the Grouch is always in the trash can for you. He's like, you want some of this? It's like, why are you so grouchy? Ah, drugs. <laughs> I didn't get my fix this morning. Ah. Why do you think we haven't seen Snuffleupagus again? Oh, shit. <laughs> the, drugs, the drugs finally got to him. Because <laughs> the thing about Big Bird being a moth boss is, like, you would know he was a moth boss. But that would stop him from being a moth boss. And that's why he's kind of scary. It's like, oh, look at this cloud. He's in like, he's just this big yellow bird, like super easy target. But then when he moves in on your territory, oh boy, the disemboweling begins. It's over. And it never stops. It's over. You have nothing but letters and numbers to compete with. <laughs> and with Big Bird, it's, you know, it's, it's game over. I mean, you don't want to mess with Big Bird. That's all I'm going to say. Fair enough. Well, this oh. explains why they use they make Sesame Street because it's actually a cover up for the whole uh, Sesame Mob. Um, it's, it's, it also so explains why it's on HBO. <laughs> <laughs> well, regardless, if big birds escape from uh, they escape and get into the streets often enough, eventually they'll have to face the e music. <laughs> God. <laughs> Were you thinking about this the entire fucking time? I'd say like a minute or two. <laughs> the e-music. Well, let's move on to the next article, shall we, Dave? <laughs> All right, article number four. I saved the weirdest for last. Great. Oh, boy. Japanese man selling hyper-realistic masks featuring faces of strangers. Are a they strangers year? or just like well, here, strangers I'll tell you to right who? Now. Oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now, sir. I want one stranger face, please. 
Wait, this is my mother. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Well, that's a fantasy I never knew I had. <laughs> what? <laughs> We're peeling back the layers of facts. Just the mask. Are <laughs> you? So you gonna read the article or what? All right. A year into the coronavirus epidemic, a Japanese retailer has come up with a new take on the theme of facial camouflage, a hyper-realistic mask that models a stranger's features into three dimensions. Shuhai Shuhai Okawara's mask won't protect you or others against the virus, but they will lend you the exact appearance of an unidentified Japanese adult whose features have been printed onto them. Quote, Mass shops in Venice probably do not buy or sell faces, but that is something that's likely to happen in fantasy stores. I probably. thought it would be fun to actually do that. Okawara chose his model, whom he paid 40,000 yen from more than 100 applicants who sent him their photos when he launched the project in October. An artisan then reworked the winning image created on a 3D printer. Initial inquiries suggest demand for the mask will be strong. Okawara plans on adding new faces in the future, and each mask will cost 98,000 yen, or $950. That's the end of the article. So there's your answer, Max, by the way. If you're wondering about the face, that's your answer. People submitted them, and he chose one. Boom. 3D mask. Imagine being that guy, though. Like, yeah, you submitted your face and all of that. Or woman. Or woman, sorry. But imagine being that person. And the next thing you know, you're like, this sounds like the start of like a Vita Vendetta movement or like the Joker or some shit, you know, like, it's just like the next thing you know, you do something crazy that everyone who has your face as well, just like, and now we assemble. And what would, what would they be called? I don't even know. The faceless. Okay. Yeah. And then the faceless assemble, and then you can cause some real like rowdy shit and you could just disappear. (laughs) What can I say? I have my moments, Max. Okay. Cut me some slack. <laughs> but then, like that way, you can just disappear because then everyone looks the goddamn same, right? Like, yeah, it's a it, crime. It, it does sound like a a V for Vendetta, as you say, or a Batman villain type thing, where everyone has the same face. It's like, um, what's that villain called? The Bat Hush, where Hush, he just yeah. changes his face all the time to resemble someone else. So, yeah, it's it's a hush situation. That's what it is. The it's guy, a what situation? A hush situation. <laughs> a hush situation? Hush situation. It's very, okay. very easy for me to say, hush as you guys can hear. <laughs> but, like, also, too, I like how you neglected the one who is most known for wearing other people's faces. Leatherface. Yeah, oh, yeah, Leatherface, too. Leather. Well, to, here's the you thing. Leather- Leatherface is just like they stole my shit. Like- <laughs> oh, yeah, he's, he's going to the courts. He's going to sue this guy. <laughs> it's just like... The- the lawyers are sitting in his thing. All he hears is and then the door gets kicked out and he's like, holy shit. And he's just like, I'd like to file a lawsuit. Uh, these guys totally stole my idea and I did have the copyright infringement on it. And uh, yeah. TM, right. Leatherface TM. <laughs> Good God. All so, right. but I'm going to ask this question. Whose yep. face would you, re- you want to wear, Marks? Like, would you walk around with a mask, with a Max mask? <laughs> a 3D max mask you put it on and you're walking all over Canada would you do that 
that would be really funny to do, but I like it would lose its comedic effort because then all of the great things that I do, because as you know, I do many great things. Um, then it would just be attributed to Max, and I'd be like, "Wait, no, Perfect. it was actually me the entire time." <laughs> but then Max is bringing on this Marx character onto the podcast, so we're really facing an identity crisis, like. You know, in comic books, how they have like these crazy storylines about like clones and shit like that. Like we're entering yes. into the, the identity crisis arc right now. And I'm a little worried. And I think we should reconsider before we go balls deep into it. You know, I, I like I've the idea that you're considered before going balls deep. <laughs> no, which I like the idea that Max wears a Marx mask to commit crimes. And that way we're like, it was Marx. Marx did it. He's the one you want. Go get Wait, him. Hold on. You just made a good point. Because what happens if someone commits a crime wearing this guy's face and then they like look at the security cameras and they arrest the guy? The real crime is he paid this guy like 40,000 yen when he's selling each mask for like 98. <laughs> yeah, that's how you make a profit. He's, he's, he's a genius. He's selling more than one mask. <laughs> <laughs> True, but that's that's business for you. you you're not, you can't blame the guy for being smart. He's a businessman, you know? <laughs> he figured it out. Okay. Uh, all right. Dave, why don't you walk us through all four <laughs> articles again while I go get my Max mask ready? Really? We'll do. See, uh, Max is the one. worst. It's the worst name to pair with mask. It's hard. Max, Max mask? mask? Max mask? Max mask? Max mask? Mask max? <laughs> you, you, do, you do sound like a weird bird. Just say it five times fast. Matt? Okay, hold on. Hold on. I know you're going to read the articles, but let me try this. <clears throat> We're gonna go Max Mask, okay? Okay. Go. Max Mask, Max Mask, Max Max Mask Max Max Mask. <laughs> All right, you proved your point. All right, Dave, roll us through it. On that note, article number one: Police catch parked motorists playing Pokemon Go on eight different phones. Article number two: Eleven-year-old girl hospitalized after receiving allergic reaction by kissing a frog. <laughs> article number three: Police use taser to capture escaped emu in British Columbia. And article number four, Japanese man selling hyper-realistic masks featuring faces of strangers. Max and Marx, would you please discuss? And Max, stop laughing at the girl! It's funny. <laughs> Marx, what do you think? Ah, uh, I'm not... Okay, if I just had to trust my gut on this one, I'm feeling article number three for some reason. Really? Yeah. Article number three is... I'm, I'm <clears throat> between one and three. Oh, interesting. Why number one? I think it's, I don't know, it's like, this feels like a Dr. Dave article. Go on. <laughs> this this feels like, you know, it feels like almost like man driving while playing Pokemon Go on eight phones. And then he just switched it. But like, the second, I believe the second, I believe the fourth. The yeah, third, I do too. It's not... It won't surprise me, really. Like, it seems believable. You know, when like, you do like what gets in, What hits you about the third? I think it's just, like... So, obviously, like, for this news show, we have to go and read a bunch of fake news, right? To me, this sounds like a Beaverton article. Um... Because it, it's like Canada and like, yeah, I don't know, like an emu escaping and then the RCMP have to like tase it. Like, that sounds pretty fucking wild. And also, too, like, I don't well, I guess it is in BC, so I don't know necessarily. But like, that would be something for like the provincial police, not the RCMP. And on top of that, too, like tasing an emu, that seems really like, what the fuck, you know? <laughs> like, I am I am between the two, but like. 
don't know. Emus are pretty big. If you're kind of scared to go up against it, like, I could see it. Yeah, I guess so. But uh, the first so, doesn't... I don't know, it kind of... It kind of hits my buttons. But the third, I'm also unsure about. Okay. So, when we, th- when we take in the doctor factor... And no, I'm not saying Dave's a doctor... Dr. Gorkinskin is a doctor. But if we Very take true. in the if we take in the doctor factor, and then article number one whatever. starts to <laughs> I thought it was music, but anyways. Uh, <laughs> but I thought I think that that makes the first article a little bit more suspicious because it's almost like too normal. Only the headline is like catchy. Yeah. Right? And knowing Dave. He likes to read the articles, unlike you, beforehand. I don't. Then I'm as surprised as everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Very as we true. learned last time. Very uh, true. Mar- okay, okay, Marks, with all of this in mind, which one do you think you're going to go for? <sighs> I was going to pick the other one that you didn't pick, but if you had to put a gun to my head right now, I'm sticking with the abuse. I'm sticking with my gut. That's fair. I, I think I'll also stick with my gut and go with article number one, but I'm not okay. I'm not confident. All right. Let's see it. Dave got us this time. Let's see. Here we go. So you guys, that's locked in, right? Final answer? Yes. Lock it in. All right. Very good. So um, you guys were... Uh, I, I'm, surpri- I'm surprised you guys never talked about the mask article because... Uh, Japanese man it's selling hyper realistic masks featuring faces of strangers. It is super true, and this was recent. This was December 16, twenty twenty. This is from well, the Huff Post. You mentioned the whole COVID thing, and I'm like, yeah, this sounds crazy enough to happen, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's I guess so, but it still sounded very strange to me. Um, what's also strange yet true. Police use taser to capture escaped emu in British oh. Columbia. You know, now that I'm thinking about the frog one. <laughs> yeah, me too. That sounds like a Disney movie. <laughs> well, I'm glad you brought that up because 11 year old girl hospitalized after kissing a frog. It is the fake news article. You know, the, I, what, the real who title the fuck of, is allergic to frogs. <laughs> the real title of the article. 11-year-old girl hospitalized after kissing hundreds of frogs in search of Prince Charming. And if you might have guessed it, it is from the World News Daily Report. Uh, by the way, Marks, police catch parked motors playing Pokemon Go on eight different phones. I copied and pasted. It is word for word. There is also a picture of how the guy put the phones down and laid it out to play. Was he an that's, a, that's one of the most boring fucking articles I've ever seen. <laughs> No, this isn't this Oof. isn't like a a Dave problem. It's like the fact that this got published is like yeah. There's Oof. there's what like a paragraph of words to it. <laughs> it was just three paragraphs. It was simple to the point, and yeah, that Damn. was it. Yeah, Pokemon Joe strikes again. I can see how we missed this one. Yeah, we yeah. got too busy trying to figure out how we were going to kill Dave, and then. Wait, you're you were right, though. You were right about no killing me, by the way. You were right that I am. I am doctoring these articles, but you just picked the wrong one. I doctored the fake article just to make it sound real. Yeah, to be fair, like the frog one sounded really real. It sounded like it had enough like info in there that I kind of just passed it over. Damn. Congrats. Well, you got us, Dave. Congratulations, sir. I'm uh, yeah, I'm doing all right. 
And for whatever reason, uh, the frog one went really, really sexual. It was very creepy. So I definitely had to change it up real fast. I mean, that's the World News Daily report for you. <laughs> that, well, that 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 is true. That is true. But uh, and who doesn't like a good yeah. frog every now and again? Well, okay. But thank you for listening to Absurdist News. <laughs> Yeah, on that note, um, hey, if you enjoyed this episode, then uh, recommend it to a friend. Uh, we're, we've been doing this now. We've been doing it for two whole years. Damn. This literally longer than any project I've ever worked on before. Like, I was thinking about this. I'm like, this is and the longest al- we've done something. <laughs> and we're almost at episode 100. We're almost at <laughs> episode 100. The naked episode. Um, what? Yeah. Did you get no. the memo, Dave? I, no, I sent I'm not you doing email, that. dude. I okay, already well, said no. Anyways, um, we'll, we'll talk to you. We'll talk later, you know, otherwise I might have to come at you now that I know your weaknesses. Um, but if you enjoyed this episode, then consider following, subscribing, liking, or you can leave us a review that really helps us out. Uh, gets us on the charts, plays with that good old algorithm and gets us up there. Also too, on Saturdays, we have an absurdist brief. It was the introduction to this episode where it's kind of just a little bit more laid back, a little warm up for the episode. And it's only like four minutes long. So it's super easy to just recommend someone an episode there and be like, Hey, you might like this type of humor. And then they can hop on in and join the absurdist train. Choo choo. But that's not it. We've got one more program now. Uh, Max, hit us with it. Yeah, we also have Got My Goat, where we rant about things. Every now and again, if you watch our normal show, Absurdist News, you'll see that every now and again, we get into an argument where one or more of us will come in contention with the other on the show. And when all of those things come together, you get Got My Goat. <laughs> also, I was clapping Dave because he finally got the name right again. <laughs> I know the he name of my show. Gets my he goat. Also, he also said that people are watching our show. God, <laughs> my God. It's pretty incredible how they're watching us. Yep, so tune in on Mondays. That's what Got My Goat gets published. Otherwise, you can follow us on Twitter. Um, we're trying to be a little bit more active on there. We're at absurdist underscore news. I almost froze up there and forgot what our own Twitter was, but that's okay. I pulled through. And Dave, since you're the winner, what are your final thoughts on, I don't know, fucking spray tans? We talked about that in the beginning. <laughs> uh, spray tans are terrible. They make you orange or brown. Uh, make sure you uh Was that part of the episode? I don't think it was. Oh, shit. You might be. Well, anyways. Hey, Easter egg. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in this Saturday to hear us talk about spray tans. I, I, guess I, have to leave it in I still don't think it was part of the brief either. I think that was just what we were talking about oh, before no. we fucking recorded. Now you have to add it. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, my hands is tied behind my back. But thank you so much for listening to Absurdist News. I'm Marks. I'm Max. I'm Dave. And we'll catch you next Wednesday for a full episode of Absurdist News. See you then. You better give Big Bird that 10%. From the 10 street. is for murder. <laughs> <laughs>